0: All right, lads. Welcome back to my podcast, Cheaper Than Therapy. Mick Thomas here. Cheers for tuning in. Cheers for for coming back and sticking with me. Uh, cheers for supporting. I'm liking the way these numbers are going. They are going up and up and up. Which again was not a goal, right? My goal was just to literally have this podcast like cheaper than therapy, and now my numbers are higher than they've ever been um still not that much compared to other people don't get me wrong but considering what i was looking for i am more than happy so i really really appreciate you uh for those of you who keep listening for those of you who subscribed who like who share it uh cheers for that that's kind of you and i hope you're all doing well as we chug along uh through this covid19 pandemic um, so what I said I would do... A lot of people actually wrote to me... Um, saying, hey, great job on... They love the episode... They've loved the two interviews I've done so far... With Dan Barry and Mike Calcagno... They said, oh, you've got great chemistry... It's a lot of fun... But they really liked the interview I did with Captain Tom Murphy... Um, I think a lot of them... Are surprised... A lot of those are surprised... That I that said... They were like, you know what? You actually gave a good interview... You asked good questions... Whilst keeping it entertaining... Well, I appreciate that. That's very nice of you. That is the goal, really. I surprised myself. Maybe I have a future in this. Maybe a future in journalism. I don't give a fuck. I would never do that. But anyway, so I thought that tonight's episode, or uh, this week's episode, which is a Friday, because I, I, I did make that promise to why we're on lockdown, to be more productive, um, to get three episodes out a week, Monday, Wednesday, and of course, Friday, uh, and that's, that's my goal to keep turning them out, which kind of puts me under a lot of pressure to sit down and, and figure out what I want to talk about. Cause I don't want to just sit down and not give you the time to think about what I'm going to do. Uh, but if I have a guest on, I don't really plan. I plan the guest, but I don't plan the conversation. I want it to kind of happen organically and that way. Uh, I think more questions will, will come and if I miss them, I miss them. But, uh, yeah, so uh, this week's episode, or this Friday's episode, the end of the week episode, I figured, you know what, I, I get a lot of um, questions and I thought, you know what, because I always want to address them, but sometimes I, I write back to most people, I answer them off the air, if you will, I'm sounding like it's a TV show, but I do answer a lot of questions off the air and I thought, you know what, this time, maybe I'll do one episode just to because que- they're not in an order, there's no flow for from them. So, maybe I'll do, uh, I'll, I'll answer some of the questions here. So, let me go over, and I was able to transfer them over to my notes. Uh, let's have a look. And in no particular order, lads, will I answer these questions? Um, I'm just going to order them in where I cut and paste them. I have a few to get through. Some are, some are might be a quick one answer, another might be a little bit elaborate. So, bear with me. Let's see what we have. And if I didn't get to your question this week, I'm so sorry, but I will do another Q&A one in a few more weeks. All right? So bear with me. And if I didn't answer your question, then I'll probably, I'll definitely get back to you through Instagram because like everybody knows, I'm a man of my word when it comes to answering questions. All right. First question in no particular order. Like I said, I'll, uh, well, obviously first question is the order, you fucking eejit. He can't count now. No, no, I'm obviously fucking up already. But let's have a look. The first question came from Richard. What happened to the security guard? All right, let me tell you what happened. For those you who don't know what I'm talking about. I went this week over to Captain... uh, And this will kind of answer another question. No, I won't. I'll wait till I get to it. I'll do a callback like Quentin Tarantino. I went over to... uh, Because of the social distancing, right? I don't have a studio to record these in. Uh, I'm kind of forced to do very guerrilla style recordings with these so i had to go over to captain tom murphy's house um now captain tom murphy uh lives in a in a gated community right that's where he lives in the gated community a posh wanker yeah and uh, so to get in you have to go by a security guard so because we're on lockdown everything uh you know you would assume that people aren't really visiting that much so i guess I pull up and the security guard. So Tom said to me, he goes, "When you go, I called the security guard. I told him you were coming. Give him your name. You drive in. Ooh, fancy!" So I uh, I drove up and all of a sudden the the gate thing didn't open and the security guard was was had his head down had his head down on on the desk, right? Um, now I did post this on my Facebook and on my Instagram and my Twitter and that stuff, and then I realized I took it down, because here's what happened, Um, because I don't want to be one of those people, wasn't that Logan Paul, that prick, who went into a forest where people were, in the the suicide forest in Japan, and he took a photograph or a video of himself, beside a dead body, so I put it up thinking that this video is going to be funny, and then I realized the guy's not moving, right, I thought because there was vomit down by his feet, I thought maybe this kid is just, I didn't know it was a kid at the time, I thought maybe this guy is just fucking had enough, He's nobody's coming in. He said, fuck it, I'm going to get drunk, going to eat a shitload of McDonald's and I'm just going to party because nobody's visiting anybody because of the lockdown. I'm going to party the night away in this boot. So as I honked, I realized he wasn't moving and I could look at his stomach and it wasn't going in or out. So he wasn't breathing. So I kind of took it down after the fact. So here's what happened, Richard. And for those of you who are asking, I kind of, all of a sudden, these cars start honking behind for me to move. Obviously I couldn't move. But then what was happening is people were coming the other way who knew who it was. And the guys, because they lived there and they went up. And I can't remember the guy's name. It was Richard. I could be wrong. What well, I said in the video, for those you remember. And she went up and started banging on the glass. And Richard wasn't moving. So I was like, oh, shit, let me just stop all this now. This isn't funny. And I said, you know what? So then Tom came down and I got in and I went and we recorded the podcast, Captain Tom Murphy and uh then when i came back there was ambulance and cops there and apparently he had od'd and according to someone there as they were waving people through so i don't know if this is true or not i don't know if this is valid but he the one of the women said he od'd and he passed away so that's what happened richard as of what i know he may not have passed away but i'm saying you know the way you know what's that game telephone or or it's called chinese whisper or something the chinese all right you know what i meant it's a fucking joke relax so i uh yeah so that's as far as i know that's what happened um he was out kind of cold so he had od'd on something so i hope i hope he is okay and i hope he got the help i hope he got the help he uh he deserved so i hope that answered your question richard and for everyone else who missed out on or who asked me that question but i, I was forced to take it not forced i just felt it was the right thing to do i didn't want to be tacky And to get entertainment of someone else's uh, kind of real misfortune like that. I'm not about that. And I kind of despise people who do that. And I just didn't want to be a hypocrite. So that's why um, I didn't really post what was going on. But anyway, thanks for your question, Richard. I appreciate it. Question number two. Kevin Downey Jr. Um, From Christopher. Do you think we're we're doing a good job dealing with COVID-19? I don't know. I don't know, Christopher. Uh, I hear things... You know, I hear what you hear, right? I hear that uh, Como is doing a great job all of a sudden. But then all through the year, I heard Como's a piece of shit, right? You go to the city like, oh, the fucking homeless. This Como guy doesn't know what he's doing. And all of these things that were wrong with New York. And apparently he stepped up. I I try to stay away from the media. I do three days on, three days off. Because I'm sick of it, right? And in my state of mind, I don't like uh, negativity. So I don't like so much negativity coming at me like waves upon waves of just, oh, we're dying. (sighs) Oh, they're not going to find the cure. Oh, here, look, the economy is gone. Hundreds of people are losing their jobs. More people are dying. The numbers are going up. So you know what I mean? I can't listen to that. So I kind of do three days, maybe two days off the media. So I don't really know what Cuomo's doing, if he's doing a great job or if he's not. I'm not going to sit there and be one of these ill-informed people who like to bash politicians when they don't know the full story. Um, But do I think we as people are doing a great job? Yes and no. Yes and no, Christopher. Because I had this conversation today with, with with my friend Kenny, who is a very funny comedian, who I'm hoping to get on this podcast if we can figure out the whole Skype thing um, or Zoom, which seems to be fucking cleaning up. Zoom is everybody's savior this way, right? You can have a you can have a wank with Zoom now. I mean, you could have a wank anyway. You don't need Zoom to have a wank, but uh, you know, you could get your girl on the phone if you wanted, to, or your man, or whatever you're into, or, or, or you know, whatever kind of barnyard animal, if they have Zoom. And you can just have a wank from the courtesy of your own home. Um But I was talking to Kenny today and we I was saying, you know, he was saying about how his landlady she said to him, She goes, You know what? Don't worry about the rent. You know, because Kenny stops, he's a good lad, right? He stops once in a while and he'll help her with her groceries and he'll knock on her door, ain't I can do for you, Right? And she's a she, you know, he's in New York City, so she got a few tenants. And uh she's been, you know. She she uh she kind of said to Kenny, "Don't you worry about your rent. We'll get through all this, and then we'll and then we'll talk." So that I, uh, you know, I think it's. I mean, I said to Kenny also, you know, eventually, mate, you're gonna have to maybe bang your landlady. That's just it's on the cards. How many people out there are gonna have to bang their landlords now? How many of them? I guarantee you, you're going That's gonna be the new porn, right? That's the new porn. It used to be stepbrother, stepsister. Now it's gonna be. You know, oh, you haven't paid the rent in two months. Oh, COVID-19. Well, we can work something out. Zip lob, right? That's going to be the new hit porn. You watch, you wait and see. Um, but anyway, so I said to Kenny, he goes, that's great because what it's doing is like, it's that woman, right? It brought it, this whole thing has brought the best of her out. And I said to Kenny, sorry if I just said it. sorry, I'm repeating it. I think it brings the best... The best of people are the worst of people out. For me, I like to think it's brought the best of me out, right? Because I do, I do deal with crippling depression. I don't want to keep beating on that, but so I can, I'm gonna, you know, try have a positive attitude and a positive, you know, an understanding. So if people are in a bad mood, if people are kind of a bit, you know, on edge, like I kind of take a moment to step back. And if I see somebody who's nervous or, you know, I, I, I wanna. You know I want to be understanding for people, so I like to think it's brought the best of me it's made me more I'm more motivated um now to not let this isolation kind of get me i'm using this isolation as a gift uh I know obviously that that doesn't sound very sensitive to what's going on to the people who are suffering but i've used it as a gift uh, in relation to i've i 'm talking to someone now about i've signed up for an uh, a third level education, I guess, if you will, as we say in Ireland, which is college, to go back to school on a topic I have no training in, but I've always been interested in the topic. And I'll talk about that more as that kind of unfolds. Uh, I've been proactive with these podcasts. I have been out exercising totally different exercise plan. And, uh, you know, I, I have been spending, you know, a lot more time. I've been checking in on my friends a lot. I've been randomly texting and randomly call people who I don't normally, you know, just say, hey, man, you good? And that's it. No big, no joke behind it. No, you know, I'm just like, are you good? So I like to think I'm. it's brought the best out of me. But there are people out there, man, and you see them. And it's not, they've brought out the worst of a meaning. Because, like, I used to try to understand if you saw somebody that was just, like, grumpy, right? You'd meet them in a supermarket or they, they grunt as they walk by or, like, you know, can you just fucking move down the supermarket aisle, right? Just fucking move. Or if you're at a red light and it turns green and you don't go the second it turns green, it's fucking Hulk! right? The, those kind of angry people, you know, or who cut you off in traffic and, uh, uh, you know, who are just downright rude. And normally I like to try, I try, I'm not always successful with this, but I try to go, maybe that person's having a bad day. I don't know, maybe... Maybe that guy's wife just left him. Maybe she just lost her job. Maybe this girl just found out she's pregnant and she doesn't, you know, from this guy is not a good father. Like there could be any scenarios. Uh, You know, maybe this person's family member just passed away. Right. Because I went through that. I sat on a plane and I was kind of short with somebody when my father passed away. Not to dwell on that again. But I, you know, I could have been somewhat rude, but if anybody understood, who, who, who knew the reason why, they probably went like, all right, that makes sense. So I think I try to have a little bit more compassion. So for those people who are still mad, I think it brought the worst of them out, meaning like you don't have that excuse anymore, right? Like you have an opportunity now to, because everyone's suffering and you have an opportunity to step up and you're not taking that opportunity. So I just think you don't get a pass anymore. I think you need to go away. I do I think you need to go to an island just leave your organs behind and go away cuz I just think you're 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 just a, a rotten person I know that's a bit harsh and uh but I think you know it's just it's bringing out the best and it's bringing out the worst of people and I hope for most people it's bringing out the best of them You know, so sorry if that was a bit of a ramble, Christopher. I do apologize. Moving next, next question. Amy, what are you doing with your kids to keep them from driving you crazy? Fucking too late, Amy. I'm gone insane. Do you know what's gone insane? That is so bad that I had a meeting that was supposed to be in another state about upcoming projects and it got cancelled because of, right? And I was like, I'm still going to go and pretend I have the meeting just to get the fuck out of the house away from these fucking kids. Uh... I'm joking, of course. No, I'm not joking. I'm going to tell the truth. I'm going to be honest. I really was contemplating that because I wanted just the idea of getting, you know, just a breather. Um, But, you know, they got their school packets now, so they're working on that, and I have them outside, which is fucking weird because it's the opposite. It's supposed to be isolation. They're supposed to be inside, but what am I doing? No, I have a park across. I have a park across from my house, so they're out in that park every day on the playground. No other kids around. Um, you know, I wash their hands and all that stuff. Taking good measurements and and and, but I'm trying to keep them out of the. Uh, I'm keeping them out of the out of the house. That's the uh, or not out of, not necessarily out of house, but I have them doing creative stuff, Legos, and I don't have. Uh, let me just move out of here. This thing is kind of kicking in with a weird noise. I, uh, you know, I do kind of have them. Um, I have them kind of doing stuff that's a lot more reading. Uh, my son plays the cello very poorly. he's not gonna listen to this, but he plays it very poorly, so I make him practice that and my daughter's always out on her skateboard, so I am keeping him busy, and I am conscious of like me, I want them to use this time as a as a as a blessing in disguise so yeah, thanks for your thanks for your question uh rich Rich asks, what are your top three New York comedy clubs to perform at, and why that's a tough question, Rich, and I'll tell you why because I don't always judge a club based on how fancy it is or or how great the audience are. I really grade it on I really judge it on the comics that work there and the atmosphere that's created for the comedians, right almost like an isolation. Uh, f- uh, uh you know a separation from the world and kind of like a protection a bubble around comics and where all the wait staff are fantastic the owners fantastic the bookers are fantastic um so if you talk about like new york clubs in particular um i would say because i mean i, I love uncle vinnie's down in new jersey that's you know i would put that in 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 some of my In my top five clubs, at least, to perform at. Again, because I just love the staff. I love the atmosphere. It's a bitch to get down there. And when I usually perform there, I perform there on a Wednesday straight through to Sunday. And I drive back and forth every night. In the summertime, I might stay because um, the traffic is horrendous, you know. But I like to get back uh, to the kids and everything. But I would say Uncle Vinny's down in New Jersey. But you're not. You didn't ask that, did you? You asked um, New York clubs. Uh, def- definitely, I would say on Long Island, uh, the top one would be Maguire's Comedy Club out in Bohemia, owned by Governors, which are three great clubs. But Maguire's was definitely one of my, is my top favorite New York club because it's 10 minutes from my house, I suppose. But again, the atmosphere that's created there by the owner, James, uh, and the staff, you know, T, the the, 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 the bar, barmaid, you know call her barmaid now? T is phenomenal. Uh, her husband is one of the greatest cooks in the kitchen, always do you up a nice the staff, or i could name all the staff there and it's just it, the security guard lloyd like every one of them you just walk in and you're home right you're home uh all the comics that work there are just like you know just friends i walk into that club specifically right i walk into that club specifically and i'm home you know and it's a great atmosphere to relax in it's a great atmosphere to to try new material you're fearless in that club because you have nothing but support and love and it's all hugs when you walk in the door uh, a very close second a very close second is the comic strip in new york city and again we're talking about new york clubs so but the comic strip has for me the same atmosphere and it took me about uh, I've worked in there for years and years now but I used to go there for about a year and I would, um, and I would kind of just sit there and be quiet, do my set, and leave. But now, as you get more comfortable, the owner Richie is just so nice. He brings you into the office and tells you these old stories from the old days. Because Rich used to man, used to be Eddie Murphy's manager. Uh, you know, Jeannie, Tommy. Uh, the managers that are, just everybody there, the staff again, again it's just that atmosphere and the audiences are always great, you go in there on a Friday and a Saturday and they're sold out, man there's no better feeling than a Saturday night at the comic strip, that's from a sold out show, two back to back Friday, two back to back Saturday um, and it's right there, you have the option to go where you like, if I want to in between shows I can go, in the summertime I like to go to Insomnia Cookie, cross the street, get cookies, go to the Met, listen to my first set before I come back, uh come back up or if it's cold i go play a pool around the corner with one of the comics or whatever it is it's just a great the comic strip is is like i said a very very close second to mcguire's for me um uh, and then i guess the third favorite is is i guess i would definitely say uh, i guess gotham comedy club it's another one i'm not there as often uh, based on and really based on the geography of it, how kind of hard it is to get down there. But Gotham is a great club. You walk in, the the audiences are are, are fantastic. The staff are great again, and you know what I mean. It's a it's it's a great club to work. And just like you know uh, Maguire's in the comic strip too. You kind of when you walk in there, you feel a little bit relaxed. You know what I mean? It's it's comfort in there. So I I, uh, I hope that answers your question. But again, if I were to keep going, there's so many other clubs, you know, around the country that I just just adore playing at again for the same reasons that the staff are great and and uh, they treat you just so nice when you walk in and and uh, you know they've got your back if you have a heckler you know you there's some clubs you'll go to and the club will side with the audience member and i don't you know and i don't go after hecklers um because someone else asked me that question uh how do i deal with hecklers i the answer is i don't i don't deal with hecklers I kind of just give them the quick clang. Like, I'll ignore them. I'll ignore them. And if they keep going, I'll go, all right, mate, listen, if you don't mind, thank you, please. Thanks so much. You just kind of, thank you. And I'll, I'll move on. And if they keep going, I'll go, listen, buddy, please, you're kind of, it's, this is getting harder to do. You keep to interrupt me. If you don't mind, please. And then I'll say, look, one more time, you're done. And I will literally, I don't, I don't have a comeback. You know, sometimes people are not out. They're not malicious. They're not out to hurt the show. They're just out there and they don't know they're annoying. They'll just say, so, like, you know, they'll just hear them like, oh, yeah, I do that too. That's so funny. It's funny because it's true. Or you remember that when we went to, you, you know what I mean? So they don't mean to be malicious. So those I kind of, I maybe will kind of just go, all right, love, just if you don't mind, just kind of, I'm trying to, yeah, thanks so much. And they don't realize it, right? But then you get some people who are just assholes who are literally out to try harm the show. and uh, For those ones, I just don't tolerate them. I don't go back and forth because that's what they want. I hope that answers your question. I can't remember who sent me that question, so I apologize. And Rich, I hope that answers your question about the, the New York one. Stephanie asked me one. She put an LOL behind it. What's your worst fear, like deep down in your darkest corners of your soul? I don't have any fears deep down the darkness of my soul, I don't think. Uh, I could sit here and go, oh, dying alone, but that's not one of them, right? Uh, I don't know. I don't, that's a good question. I, I really don't, you know, I don't have any of those fears. I guess, um, I don't know. It's a tough question. It's a tough question. I'm sorry I'm bailing on that one. I'm bailing on that one. One would say spiders, which is not true. Uh, yeah, I'm so sorry, Stephanie. I can't really, but I, the fact that you put an LOL behind that is, makes me kind of think you were kind of joking too. So I hope I didn't dismiss it like that, but I do kind of have to bypass it. I don't really have like a piss off. My cat's trying to drink my fucking water. Uh, mike asked what kind of equipment do you use to record all right asshole this is mike calcagno who was on the show and basically he's making fun of the fact that i turned up and he wasn't joking when i did my podcast for him because of the social distance and i do have nice equipment that i usually record my podcast on but because of this uh situation that we're in i can't bring all my good equipment so i have two lapel mics uh, I think Dan may have outed me on this one. And um, basically I have two lapel, lapel mics that you just stick on. You see them on TV when, you know, they're on Letterman or something. They have these little microphones attached to their shirt collar. Um, because people move around a lot, right? You'll get like a lot, of, a lot of that scratching noise. So to avoid that, what I did was I just hook, I attached them on, the, on a, like a little clip, like a tie clip. And I put them at the end of chopsticks. So it works good. So it looks like you got two people who are doing a podcast, but they're holding up a chopstick with a tiny microphone on the top of it. So yeah, Mike, you prick. That's what I do record on. So my secret is out there when I have to go remote uh, to people. But normally I use it. I do have a device that goes a better microphone and headset set that I use when I'm back in my hotel or back in my house. And I use that and that goes directly to the phone. So I hope that answers your question, Mike. He said while giving the finger. Uh, let us see how we doing on time. All right. Got a few more to go. Brian asked me, why should I move? Why should and why shouldn't I move to Ireland? That's a good question, Brian. Why should you move to Ireland? Um, the, the, it's a gorgeous country. It's a gorgeous country and the people are phenomenal. Like, it's legit. Everyone is lovely. Like, yeah, there's crime like every other country. But just to get that... It's amazing the breath of fresh air I had when I went back. Granted, I went back to bury my father. But when you go back, Brian, uh, when you go to Ireland, just the difference in the people in relation to what matters to them, right? They, they, they live, they work to live or live to work. Is that right? I don't know. Whichever one, the good version of that is. Um, and they, uh, they're just great people. They're very lighthearted. The government believes in a lot of time off. They don't overwork your people. Everything is affordable, yet slightly expensive, um, you know what I mean? But like the price of housing is very cheap, uh healthcare is free. Um you can go to college for free. If you have kids, they go to college, you walk right in. You have to buy their books and that's it. And even then they get a grant for that, right? Uh why shouldn't I move to Ireland? Uh because the weather, if you don't if you're coming from New York, which I know you, Brian, personally, you've been at some of my shows, um, if you go, because you like this the hot hot summers, you don't get those in Ireland. Having said that, you can just jump on a ferry or a plane and be in the south of France or Greece, Turkey, Spain, Portugal, uh, any of these places, uh, any of these islands in an hour, right? You can be these places, within, literally within an hour. You could be these hot beaches. So we have those there, uh, which are not too far away. Um, But also the universal healthcare Now I said that as a pro and a con The reason why it's a con Is because if you Because so many people use it The waiting list Like for something so simple Like oh I want to get my tooth pulled I have free healthcare Yeah you can But you got to make an appointment For four months So you could be waiting four months To get a wisdom tooth out Do you know what I mean? Um, the taxes are very high. The reason why the taxes are high is because they pay for your education. But if you don't have kids, you're like, well, why the fuck am I paying such high taxes? I don't have any kids going to college. Uh, you don't pay housing tax. So they get you in other ways too, but um, the taxes are high, but everyone talks about how great universal healthcare is. Yes, it is until you fucking need it. You know, I watched my dad go through it and you know, he was supposed to get chemo. I think over here when you get chemo, you get it once a week. He could only get it once a month based on the waiting list, right? So there are pros and cons, but overall, uh, if I wasn't a comedian, if I wasn't a comedian, I would definitely move back to Ireland. And this is going to kind of piggyback on to what Tina says. Tina asked me a question. What's the one thing you miss most of Ireland? Family. Now it's family. Uh, it used to be the fun I would have with my friends and how laid back and the things I just said to Brian about how great it is and how, much, how nice the people are. But when I went back, to for my father when my father was sick and for his funeral i realized to me now the family uh is everything having said that none of the cunts sent me a text message on my birthday last week so whatever we'll chalk that up to another uh still grieving but you know we'll uh we'll you know we'll chalk it up to that but however um yeah so i do my family is what i miss the most tina now i would have been it would have been the chocolate i would have said the chocolate. Had you asked me six months ago, but it is, uh, it's family now. It's, it's, I, I I have a new found, I mean, they're not going to listen to this anyway. So if they heard me say that, they'd be going, gay. Um, But yeah, I do, uh, I do miss, I do miss my family, especially the bond I have with my brothers. Um, Me and my older sister, she's not older than me, but she's the oldest of the two sisters. um, We never got on our whole lives, but we kind of created this new bond, which I loved when I was over there. Again, she's not going to listen to this um and i kind of liked how that was going but again that's you know and of course my youngest sister was always like the baby sister of the house so i always kind of have that overlooking uh protection over her but you know again brian fucking move to ireland trust me you'll be happier tina i told you it's family uh let me see quick one um from Lauren, how big are your hands? Oh, right. I didn't think I was going to answer that one. Uh, all right. I'm assuming you are going to buy me gloves. If you are, I'm a size large. Thanks so much. And I can palm a basketball. That's all I'll say. So whatever you want to do with that information, that's the answer to your question. Um, and last question I'll, I'll answer and I'll say goodnight is Andrew asks, love the new podcasts, uh, love the new guests. Do you ever think about having one on your, one of your kids on your shows? Uh, yeah, I was thinking about putting my son on, um, because my son's very funny, he's a very funny kid, and he's young, and he's got that innocence, and I was thinking of asking about the coronavirus, but lately he's going through this thing where he'll watch a bit of YouTube, and he'll hear these jokes, like a dumb YouTube show, and then he'll come out and try pawning it off as one of his own, but he's just like... You know, you know, just, and then we walk in and all of a sudden then the captain fell down. He went, what? So he said, oh my God, you better tie your shoelaces. Do you get it, that? I'm like, fuck, no, no. So I would like to put my son on. I think it would be a funny episode or interesting episode, but I just would worry that he kind of runs off. He just runs away with one of those dumb quotes of trying to be funny. So, uh, but I maybe, maybe I'll have my son on in the very, very near future, but I do have some interesting guests coming up. And if I ever scrape the bottom of the barrel then maybe i'll uh i'll bring my son onto it so anyway guys that was fun for me thanks so much for your questions we'll do another q a if i didn't get to your question i'm sorry we'll do another one down the line uh guys don't forget you to like subscribe share pass it on any comments concerns questions go to my my instagram mick thomas comedy and next week i'll be at nowhere the following weekend i'll be nowhere and I had a gig in Philadelphia, not Philadelphia, in Phoenix for uh, May 2nd, which I'm assuming, I haven't got word back, but I'm assuming that's cancelled. So sorry, Phoenix, Phoenixons, Phoenixites. But anyway, well, uh, so guys, thanks so much for listening. I really appreciate you. Hope you're safe. Hope you're uh, you're doing well. Hope you're being productive with your time. And I hope, stay healthy. All right, lads, thanks so much for listening. Good luck to you now. Thank you. See you again. Is to Mick Thomas. Mick Thomas, cheaper than therapy show.